0: This is Michelle
1: and this is Andrea
0: and we are Black Girls Vibe Um, here at Black Girls Vibe. I know we uh, we know we talk a lot about sports, Uh, but as a reminder, we are general in general, we are lifestyle curators. And to that point, we're going to spend an episode talking about something that has some sports related parts to it, but is not primarily sports driven. We are going to talk about a wonderful trip we took recently.
1: Yes. And
0: we traveled to wonderful Barcelona, Spain. Indeed. Um, my first time there. Same here. Um, and uh yeah, I um it is, Andrea, I think I may have shared this with you, it is on the short list of best trips for me.
1: I I totally agree with you. It's same here. Mine definitely top three. Yep. Yeah, and would travel back there
0: in, in a heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and in fact, um, I, I think I can speak for you uh, when I say this because we've discussed it since the trip. Like, not only do I want to go back there, going there wanted made me want to go to other parts of Spain. Yes. Uh, just to be able to come compare. Uh, yeah, since there's so much regionalism, you know, going on and, you know, what you experience in Barcelona, it would be different from the experience in Seville, different from the, you know, the experience you might get in Madrid. Like, I want to go to all the places in Spain now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, all, all go to Spain. Yes. Yeah, all insane. the places. All the places. And, and there's a whole separate conversation around Portugal. That oh. we just, yeah, We won't, we won't. Not enough time today. We're going (laughs) to, we'll go down the Portugal rabbit hole some other time. All right. But in the meantime, in the meantime, so we were in, we were in uh, uh, Barcelona for a week. Mm -hmm. Uh, What we left on a Wednesday and came back, left on a Wednesday, arrived there on a Thursday and came back to the States same day arrival the following Wednesday. Right. So just, just shy of a week. Uh, what did you think about what well, do you, did you feel like that was enough time or just generally, or like if we, if you were to do it again, would you want more time?
1: I, <laughs> I want more time, but, <laughs> but I mean, I thought how long we were there was sufficient. Um, like I felt like we, we covered a lot while we, we were did, there. We did um, and I have talked to a couple of people who, um, have traveled there um, and gave us, you know, recommendations as we were building our itinerary of things to do. And we're, they were like, well, one particular person, he was like, oh my gosh, like I've been there a couple times and you, you did more <laughs> and saw things <laughs> that, that I haven't seen in the two or three times I've been. Um, so I felt like we were there for a good amount of time but you know like we talked about when we were over there like you would really there's so much more to see sure so you would it would almost be like you would devote like a trip for a theme so you're going to see museums or you know like you're going for a specific thing to really cover like that I don't know to feel like I felt like we covered a lot of ground while we were there but definitely I would not have been opposed to staying longer
0: yeah, I I I couldn't I couldn't agree more. Yeah, and you know what's you know and what's funny is like we didn't even get we didn't even do all of the things that we had originally planned. That's what's so- I
1: know. I know and it was still such a full experience and a full trip.
0: Yeah, and that Friday looks that Friday afternoon evening looks materially different if we had gone to <laughs> Bacardi. True. <laughs> Little Ma- inside joke material, amongst co-hosts. Materially <laughs> material different. <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> Huge digression. Um, so yeah, so I, I think a good place to start is like the very beginning, as um, as Maria Von Trapp says, is <laughs> <laughs> The Sound of Music a very good place to start. So like literally our journey was such that we traveled from um, Atlanta, Hartsfield to JFK, had like a three hour layover at JFK um, and a fl- an overnight flight from JFK to Charles de Gaulle, a couple hours layover. We'll talk about that in a second. Mm-hmm. And then a connecting flight from Charles de Gaulle directly into uh, Barcelona El Prat Airport. Right. So <laughs> as a starting matter, JFK... Uh, or J.F. Ka. J.F. K. J.F. K. <laughs> as some have called. It. So my first time flying there in almost thirty years, mm-hmm. or like, or navigating it in almost thirty years. Don't you know? Most of my, you know, to the extent I do travel internationally, you know, as you know, and and I know it's the same case for you. Like Atlanta is our international kind of departure, right? So JFK navigating that wasn't as, wasn't as daunting as I thought it was going to be.
1: No, because I, um, I want to say that maybe my first or second time um, flying out of JFK, but having a, a connection, um, normally flying to New York, we'll fly to the other airport. Uh, <laughs> but it, yeah, it wasn't as, as difficult and as challenging. And I think part of it's too, because we can navigate hartsfield fairly well
0: right and not realizing that some people are really challenged by hartsfield right like i'm like hartsfield's a breeze but yeah. i've been i've been flying in and out of it like alone since i was 18 so right <laughs> there's that <laughs> um so yeah J- jfk we navigate that successfully um and let me let me say this at the outset um I had, I began experiencing symptoms of sciatica during the trip. And Andrea, I just wanted to say this on the record. Thank you for your patience. Oh. Um, seriously, <laughs> like I'm saying it on the record for everybody. Like, thank you for the patience um, you demonstrated and the accommodation. Again, thank you, friend.
1: Well, you're welcome.
0: So, <laughs> that had been said. Enough by sci- sciatica. So JFK, we get there. I don't know. What time, what time did we arrive there? Was it? Oh, it was like noon. It was
1: because we, we had flew. a long layover. Yeah. It was closer we to six it. hour.
0: It was a six hour layover. I don't know why I thought that. it was a six hour layover. Um, and even with that, having been said, guys, we almost missed our flight. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth, <laughs> like a smooth missing of the flight, right? Like
1: right in the gate area. Like, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. Like and and what had happened was, <laughs> the the monitor indicated that our flight was leaving from gate five out of whatever terminal, and we we were at gate five, like literally, we had we had lunch at the spot, like right across the way. Mm-hmm. Um, those expensive twenty dollar cocktails. Mm-hmm. Remember that. Oh, that happened I will never forget right so so we're sitting ac- ostensibly across from our gate well in advance of the flight but the closer we get to our flight like we're not seeing anything on the monitor at that particular gate we aren't seeing any information about our flight um and it's getting close to our flight time we were leaving at like maybe 6:40 uh eastern time and uh i don't know it got to be maybe 6:15 and um Just grew suspicious, like something. (laughs) Just some, like some in my spirit said, "Go find a monitor now," and I did. Uh, Had to ask several, like had to ask, like a security guard, because there there weren't just um, monitors readily apparent and abundant. So had to find a monitor Mm -hmm. and look. Found the monitor and found out that our flight was uh, not only was leaving out of gate eight. Instead of gate five, but it was in the final call for boarding. Right. <laughs> <sighs> oh. yeah. I, mm. The panic I felt in that—I can't. I cannot. I cannot find the words to articulate like the panic I felt in that moment.
1: I know to have been sitting there. To have been
0: sitting there, I was so frustrated. I was. Like, I was so frustrated. I'm like, I
1: can't believe this. Yeah.
0: But. God is good all he the time, is all
1: the time, and He got <laughs> us to that gate. Like, fortunately, it was at least in the area where we were. Yes. had we had to navigate. If we had had to go back oh, to
0: a place, it would have no. been a problem. We wouldn't yeah. have made the flight. But fortunately, the final call. I mean, we got we got to our our gate eight, and like it was they You know, they were they were boarding by number, like you know, like main or one or two or three or four, and we were like in group four or five right uh so you know and there were lines there were extended lines for all the lines so we were not we got there and realized okay we're not the last ones getting on the plane by by a long shot um you know what we but, but what preceded that whole situation the reason why I got forgot we had 6 hours remember it took us a second to realize that are that flight was not a Delta flight. Right. <laughs> so, so
1: that, right.
0: There was that part of it. So that part of the, that was Air, am I getting that right? That was Air France. We flew
1: Air France. Air France, yeah. Yeah, because we were getting the notifications initially through the Delta app that there was a delay yes. on our flight leaving JFK. Yes. And then at some point, I think it was something, I don't remember if it was an email or something that we saw then said that our flight was on time.
0: That's right. We we were getting conflicting information. That's right. It's like, but it says
1: it's delayed. And so we were just like, uh, (laughs) okay. (laughs) So yes, that was the lead up to the we were at the gate. We were
0: at the wrong, yeah. Just didn't
1: have the right information because, you know.
0: So we we are actually going to get to the part where we're in Spain, y'all, but you like we just thought you'd want to hear the, like some of the debrief on what it took to get to Spain, so we get on like get on a plane, whatever it's all good, and we are flying a plane that is large it's, and it's the, the largest commercial plane out there, if I'm not mistaken. so it uh seats 800 mm-hmm. five hundred human People. beings, souls, souls. <laughs> So 500 on the main level and then it's a double-decker and above, I guess it's um, 300 and whatever, like premium class, if you will. I guess that that would include um, first and business or whatever the distinctions are up there. But, you know, Um, and so it it, it had the feel of a cruise liner, like a ship. Mm -hmm. And so if you're wondering the amount of energy it takes to get a ship, a carnival cruise ship airborne. Hmm. (laughs) That's what it took to get this puppy off the ground at JFK. And I don't know if we, we must've hit some rough air in immediately in takeoff. Uh, I don't know what that was, but we hit three big bumps that led to three big drops in takeoff that were terrifying I will concede that to to the fam now. It was terrifying.
1: Yes, no, it was because so, you know, like when we were sitting in the airport, we saw because we had time. Yeah. We were like you had observed how large some of the the aircraft. yeah, <laughs> that was that was at the gate, and it's like, mm-hmm, I know which one we're on. like, okay. <laughs> so I didn't fully appreciate the size until I told you the couple in front of me, like boarded and went upstairs and went upstairs went up (laughs) some stairs
0: went up a spiral staircase right and
1: it's like oh okay and then you were I you and I were in the rear of the plane and there were still rows behind us
0: yeah I was in the back of the plane and there were still more back behind me right (laughs) like (laughs) like, how many
1: what so yeah so you know like we talked about like some of what we felt could have been
0: being behind the wing being behind the wing absolutely but some of what we felt was just dropping yes and the fact that that,
1: like you said there were two drops but then that that third drop felt so (laughs) (laughs) it was substantially bigger (laughs) than any of the two That everybody on the, well, where we were anyway in that section just let out this collective gasp.
0: Groan and gasping and like calling upon the Lord. I mean, I had every Donnie McClurkin, Donald Lawrence, (laughs) (laughs) John P. Key. What is this? We walk by faith and not by sight. listen. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> and, and so we were,
0: <laughs> man. And so, and, and Andrea and I were not, Andrea and I were seated in close proximity to each other, but we were not uh, uh, seated next to each other. No. Uh, and so it was several. And, and so we, we leveled off. I mean, we're talking about this, like it was a long time. Like we're probably talking about literally five, five minutes of really bad, whatever mm-hmm. that was on takeoff. Mm-hmm. And it leveled off and once it leveled off and got it cruising, Smooth ride to be that smooth big, ride. very smooth ride. Uh, and they immediately—I mean, one thing I'll, I'll dap Air France up is they feed you. Oh, listen, they, they feed you and they and they and, give you drink
1: and they give you drink.
0: And <laughs> and I don't typically drink when I fly because I, I it, it makes I don't feel good drinking while flying. Like mm-hmm. I just feel unwell. But there had been so much bumpiness when they were passing around like the 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 the, the, the brandy. Which I don't drink. Mm-hmm. I took some
1: because you needed something, I needed, settle, <laughs> I needed something to settle the nerves.
0: Just to settle the nerves, I needed something to settle nerves. So several hours later, when because we were both getting up, walking, just not just so our like legs wouldn't tighten up or anything. Like when you and I kind of converged in that space, and we that was our first opportunity to talk about yo, what was up with that turbulence? Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm glad I wasn't the only one that <laughs> no. was kind of panicking about that. So, like, so yeah. But so.
1: We, we got through it.
0: We got through it and we get to we get to Paris on a layover. And let me give this advice. And I, I, we don't have to spend much time on Paris for, for my purpose, but I will advise people who are traveling to Europe and Charles de Gaulle is their, is their layover point. Like you may look at your itinerary and think that two to three hours is sufficient layover time at Charles de Gaulle. And I'm here to tell you it is not. It's not it's not so just just know that as you are making travel plans uh that involve charles de gaulle like give yourself if you if you can have any say in your itinerary give yourself four hours i think four hours is sufficient four hours but anything less than that you're going to feel if that's your point of entry into the eu you're going to be a little time pressed to to get through customs to um do all that and um if you need to eat or do anything or you're just going to be time pressed go to the restroom yeah. you're going to be time pressed so just yeah. the word of the wise so and um well you know the one thing i do recall about that that part of the trip was you're getting hemmed up at with your baggage inspection
1: to and fro
0: to and fro, but we're not going to harp on that because no. that, that was just a blip in, on that the radar That was a blip screen.
1: on the radar. So, so onward and outward. On,
0: onward and outward. We get to Barcelona without incident. And let me tell you this. Um, what's dope about traveling with hashtag transit diva <laughs> is that <laughs> y- 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 your your ground transportation gets handled. <laughs> And so it was really like I'm being funny, but in all seriousness, it was very cool, Andrea, to travel with like um, somebody like in the transit, in the transportation industry who had taken the time and done the due diligence to learn the the bus and metro system so that we primarily I mean, with the exception of one or two occasions, we took public transit our entire time in Barcelona, which was Mm -hmm. super dope, which was super dope
1: we did well i one i appreciate um barcelona for having such an excellent metro system but then two like thank you for even being open to oh well we're gonna take like it was i just said this is what we're going to buy based on research i knew we were taking the aero bus from the airport to our hotel right and open-minded We were we did the metro passes like you said most of our time because our hotel was near metro stop so real convenient so yeah we were metroing all around and then even on the way back when I said we would be taking a night bus (laughs) even though we didn't so you were open to all modes so thank you for that because that's not the case for (laughs) for all to you know to ride public transportation in another city in a foreign country. not everybody's open to that. So thank you for Oh, for-
0: any, <laughs> any time. I mean, it, it was it was it was dope. Like, again, I, you know, uh, and admittedly, probably left with my own devices. Um, I might have taken the subway some, but to the extent we did, like, I pro- you know, probably not. But it was it was really cool because it was a great it was a great way to learn the city. Yep. In a yep. way that I wouldn't have if we had cabified everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thanks again.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and they have a great subway system.
1: They do. It was wonderful. And once you kind of can figure out the, the color coding and the lines and where you're going, it's very easy to navigate, easy to purchase um, tickets. Um, so yeah, it was, it was great. Convenient. Yep. So... All of that, so no, it was it was an easy way. Definitely made travel um, to get around to all of our wonderful excursions every day. And we
0: then we had we we there wasn't a day without an excursion, but not. No. Um, <laughs> and let me let me say this: we ended up booking our hotel um quite. I don't want to say randomly, but it you know it was
1: <laughs> it, it kind of
0: was. <laughs> but our hotel our hotel ended up being so. Kind of centrally located not only to subway stops but to other things just other amenities and conveniences in a nice neighborhood that Mm -hmm. that is not touristy Mm -hmm. uh, which was I kind of enjoyed like not being in the hustle bustle and bustle of like uh, um, La Rambla's from a you know like from a, a hotel standpoint it was nice to be able to go. It was kind of like being in New York City. Like it reminded me of like being in law school, like living on a hundred and twelfth Street in New York. But if you wanted to go into the hustle and bustle of Midtown or Downtown, you could get it. You could hop on the subway and get there. But if you wanted to be removed from it, you could too. And that was the the cool thing about Hotel Parallel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And. And I will say this for those out there, particularly women considering solo travel, I don't know that I would stay at Hotel Parallel if I weren't with at least one other person. Would you agree with that, Andrea? I
1: think that's, that's fair. Yeah. And, and,
0: and only, only because of the fact that it's not off of Parallel, the avenue. Right. Like you have to kind of turn the corner and walk up just, I mean, not even half a block. I mean, a quarter of a block. But uh, I, I my level of comfort would have been a little lower if, if we hadn't been in tandem. Yeah. But it's a very convenient hotel. Yep. And we got a good deal on it. And we got it. Like an, an amazing deal, deal on it. Yeah. An, an amazing, like insane. Anyway. <laughs> right. Um, so so let's get to what we actually did
1: yeah so we arrived on Thursday afternoon, and by the time we
0: and then got we through, we napped
1: yeah we we did so we got to the hotel and it was like hotel- and the room was ready, which was wonderful, and we napped
0: <laughs> yeah and and the room was i would say huge for a hotel room in europe I would agree yeah the bathroom was a pretty standard european hotel like hotel bathroom, but the room itself was I mean, I've been in rooms in hotels in, um, in American cities that weren't this large. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, we napped. And then
1: we went to dinner we and did. had wonderful. We, it was paella Thursday pa- night, paella night. night.
0: Right. Yes. Right. So <laughs> we had paella. We had uh, croquetas. I'm looking at pictures now just to, re- just to remind myself. Um, we had Cava. For mm-hmm. the first our That's first little right. dabble of cava and uh we had some sangria. Mhm. Did we and did we get the uh bread with tomato there? I think we I think we did. I think we did. I think we did too. I'm not seeing a picture of it, but I feel like yeah. it's somewhere around. But yeah, it was our first it was our first foray into several forays into paella while there. Uh uh and it was uh Bodega Joan. J-O-A-N,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, really good stuff. And the next day, that Friday, we did several things, including going to, um, let me make sure I get the title right, Museo Olimpico de la Sport. Um, so it's the Olympic Museum. <laughs> and Basically. And and and, <laughs> it's, and it's a comprehensive kind of history of not only the Olympics, but sports generally throughout the world. Uh from ancient times to today Mm -hmm. and includes like the trajectory of the modern, you know, the, the original Olympics and the modern ancient Olympics and modern Olympics. Uh, And there's some emphasis on the 92 Olympics that were hosted there, but you should go to this museum expecting a a holistic approach to the Olympics and sports. So don't go expecting an immersion into the 92 experience because that was the, the, the museum. It doesn't provide that. No. It's, it's much broader.
1: I think surprised both of us. Um, sure it did. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's it's like this corner <laughs> um, that, you know, that's devoted to the Barcelona Olympics, but it was just a very fascinating history lesson into um, sports and, and athletes and just the evolution of different um, sporting events over time. And then the, what's the future of sports and what those different areas are like. So it was very enjoyable.
0: Yep. So would definitely recommend that. Uh, later on that day, we, uh, there's this, there is this thing known in Barcelona as doing vermouth. Yes. <laughs> uh, sweet vermouth uh, that, that's particular to uh, Spain. Um, some of you are familiar with vermouth, in you know, in the in the context of cocktails. Namely, uh, I think it's used probably in, uh most frequently here in Manhattan's and Negronies. Mm-hmm. But there, uh, uh, vermouth is is enjoyed as um, a digestif along with tapas in the mm-hmm. afternoon. Um and so we enjoyed our first uh vermouth experience at Bodega 1900. Uh and had a fine time enjoying we d- enjoyed a number of um a number of tapas that day. I'm trying to well I I got them. I got more uh the mackerel um the Iberian ham, mm-hmm. the bread with tomato. Mhm. What did you get? Um, I think I the sea had sea bass. The oh, that sea was, bass was great. Oh, uh, it was, yes. And meatballs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was all good stuff. That was all great stuff. And of course, vermouth. <laughs> right. <laughs> we went in Barcelona. We went in Barcelona. <laughs> yeah, we did that. And so we, you know, leisurely enjoyed the afternoon and uh, ended the day by going to the oldest um cocktail bar in Barcelona called Boadas, uh, B-O-A-D-A-S. It is off of uh, La Ramla's, which is like a popular thoroughfare, very touristy. Mm-hmm. But uh, I had a Sazerac, which was delicious. And Andrew, what'd you have?
1: If I'm not mistaken, I had a delicious Manhattan. You had a Manhattan?
0: And I think we had more kava there, too.
1: We, I, I, Was it the rose? Was it a rosé? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And uh, on the way in that evening, we stopped and had a little dessert and got a little memento for the road.
1: <laughs> Again, another inside <laughs> joke
0: between the co-hosts. <laughs> <laughs> Tons of those. Right, um, yes, and so based on, who was it? Was It was the... Um, it was one of the employees at the museum who had highly recommended that we go to Castle Mongeek, which yes. we were very close to that Friday, but we just didn't, from a timing standpoint, we didn't have, we didn't have time for it. Cause I think we had an actual reservation. No, we didn't have a, we didn't have a reservation at uh Bodega 1900, but we had a time we were trying to be there. Right. Uh, so the next day we made plans to uh, take, well, we had to figure out, and thank goodness for are hashtag transit diva, we figured out how to get to Castle Mongeek and what it entailed was taking um, a funicular, which was actually available from our from the subway stop that was right at our hotel, mm-hmm. taking a funicular kind of to the, the, the foot of the mountain, if you will, and then from there taking a cable car to the actual castle at the top of the mountain, or the, the, the hill, I don't know if you want to call it a mountain. Which was very fun and scenic.
1: Yeah, it was a nice way to see just the city. But that was my first time riding a funicular. Who knew? Right.
0: Well, I mean, I, I found out, but I just right. had hadn't <laughs> been on a funicular before. No,
1: no. So I enjoyed the experience. And yeah, the cable car ride up, it was, it was great. I mean, we did all modes on we, this trip. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. We did um and so what was interesting we get to castle Mongique thinking well not well i will speak for myself i won't speak for you andrea we get to castle Mongique, and i'm like okay cool it's a castle like we're gonna see where like <laughs> these interesting things happened and got there and realized it was a place where a lot of house like a house of horrors kind of stuff happened under Francis, well not only under Fris- francisco franco but <laughs> a lot under francisco franco mm-hmm. so But realizing it had just been this place where like torturing and executions had occurred. Uh, Put a poll on that part of the experience for me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, same here. No, so you're speaking for me. I didn't realize that as well until, yeah, we started reading and it was like, oh, oh, these things
0: happened here. (laughs) Right. This isn't a fun castle. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Like the things went down here. Oh my gosh. This is crazy. Right. Okay. Uh so that was that was different. Yes. <laughs> we came on down the the hill later and uh took <laughs> took a um a tour around half of the city. There's another story about that whole purchase. Yeah. But we, we, won't, we won't go down that rabbit hole. So this is another opportunity to learn the layout of the city. And that it helped orient me to the city. I, I might not have mentioned this. Like taking that tour definitely helped me get my bearings as to where things were in, the relation, in relation to one another. Like things we had mm-hmm. been to before. I'm like, oh, this is, this is close to that place we were earlier. This, I didn't realize that, 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 you know, that this was there in relation to this thing. Right. So th- that tour was helpful for me. It was cold, though. It, it was
1: re- cold. Yeah, it was a
0: double decker bus. We were up top.
1: Yep, on that hop on hop off bus, but uh, but being up top is where you had the best opportunity best to views, see the things. The Best views.
0: <laughs> best views. Right.
1: right. So we we braved it for a couple hours, and then
0: and then we had to hop off because because we were trying to do all the things. We took <laughs> a, a tapas taverns and history tour. Of the Gothic Quarter that evening, uh, uh, put on, coordinated by uh, Devour Tours. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give them a a shout out and plug. Uh, Like if you're ever in, I think they, I know they do Rome. I think Rome, Amsterdam, Barcelona, maybe uh, Seville. But anyway, if you go if you go to Instagram and look up uh, Devour Tours, they do these great. They have several types of tours, but we took the one that was tapas. You know, of course, food and <laughs> the food, food, the drinks, the, the food, history. the drinks, and the history right. uh, focused, and it was very cool. Our our tour guide's name was Al, uh, Alvaro, Al for short, mm-hmm. and he was super knowledgeable and giving us a lot of like uh, Catalan history, which was very fascinating to me, like not fully appreciating, again, like the, the regionalism right. that, that drives the identity. But it really, the tour to me also underscored how much food is very much a part of the culture.
1: Mm-hmm. And yep, that you, you can't agree. be in
0: Barcelona without, you know, without engaging food in some way.
1: <laughs> food and, and a beverage of some and, sort. And, and a beverage.
0: <laughs> and, and, uh, and, and through that tour, I mean, we had, we, we had, I think we had vermouth. We did. We had vermouth. Uh we had this this like vinegar-based apple cider. Yeah. That was interesting. And had to be poured a certain way so that the taste wasn't too acidic as I understood them to say. Is that
1: Right. No, that's accurate. That's And it.
0: and maybe it's worth us posting on our page. Maybe it's worth I think you probably got the best video of that, Andrea. Maybe we can post the video to show how it needed to be poured to 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 make it taste less bitter.
1: Yep, <laughs> yep, we can do that.
0: And let <laughs> me say, it was pretty bitter, even having been poured.
1: It was. So it's like, well, without all of, so it's like, what does it taste like? What does what, it, does it, does it taste like without, to... girl?
0: Exactly. I I almost. Didn't need to find out the cool no. the cool part of that particular stop was we got to do the charred chorizo like at the yes. table that was pretty cool that we
1: p- was cool we probably post a video too. of that
0: too so we could probably post that uh but yeah that was a dope experience so if you're in barcelona looking to get some type of food and drink related tour definitely recommend devour tours they have several offerings again the one we took was tapas taverns and history so mm-hmm. just giving them a plug and the next day, that's Sunday, yes, we uh, journeyed out a bit outside of, of Barcelona and took a uh, tour oh Jesus, to Montserrat.
1: Mhm. So a lunch and wine tasting tour.
0: Yeah. So, so Montserrat is a monastery. Um, uh, well, a mon- there's a monastery located in Montserrat. And Montserrat is on the mountain. On a mountain very near to Barcelona. Oh, <sighs> okay. Just getting anxious thinking about Are you it.
1: thinking about the rock?
0: <laughs> yeah. You, you saw like, the nerves. I,
1: I did. You saw the I nerves. I did. I did. Yeah, it makes for a... if <laughs> If you have any type of anxiety... Well, listen. Or fear or stressors. Andrea,
0: Andrea is Calm Cool collected. I'm the one that's over there, like, white knuckling it <laughs> as we're going up the mountain. Yeah,
1: going up the mountain. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it you could be good. a little. You were good. I was a mess. I'm like, oh, look at the. Mm-mm, I'm like, nope. I'm not looking at
0: anything. <laughs> like, you look like, at look it. over here. <laughs> no. Nope. Like, I'll look at it later. Take a picture, girl. Take a picture. But, um,. <laughs> But yeah, so the it's a monastery where the Black Madonna resides and getting yes. to learn the history of the Black Madonna and getting to kind of experience her. Yeah. That was one of the more profound uh experiences for me during the trip.
1: Mhm, same here. I enjoyed that that part. I enjoyed the excursion out there like you said just to see a different area because that was our first time outside of um like the Barcelona city center. Um so getting a different view of what else is in the area. I I enjoyed it, but yeah, the Black Madonna that yeah. I, I wish we could have taken photos right. um inside yeah, of that, I agree. but just to have that kind of experience and understand the symbolism and meaning behind it's yeah,
0: it was wonderful. Yeah, it um yeah, it's kind of hard to put in the words. I mean, yeah. neither I'm saying this again speaking for you, uh, like neither one of us being catholic but being able to have like this experience that felt very meaningful for me, it transcended religious affiliation.
1: Yes. Yep.
0: Uh, So thoroughly enjoyed that. So we did that like the first half of that day, that Sunday, and then we, we uh, came down the mountain, fortunately to enjoy uh, a winery. And, um, uh, that wasn't that far away. Um, and I really enjoyed the, and we had lunch at the, we had lunch at the winery first and then did a tour and then did a tasting. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the wine we had with the meal uh, more so than I enjoyed what we um, actually had at the tasting. How about you?
1: Yeah, likewise. Um, the meal was, was, was delicious, but yeah, that wine pairing with the meal was by far my favorite.
0: Yeah. For sure, for sure. And we made a friend on the tour. Her name is Mary. She's from Minnesota. So Mary, if you're listening, hope you're good, girl. It was great meeting you. Uh, So yeah, I had a super fun time that day. And uh, from a sport, once we got back, we got a little downtime and actually made a concerted effort to come out. I mean, we went back out like at nine fifteen, nine thirty that night. Oh
1: my gosh, we did! To I had forgotten uh, about that
0: to watch the Texans Chiefs. Would that have been divisional round? Yeah, oh yeah. To, to yep. watch the divisional round, and we arrived just before Mahomes and crew put on that miraculous <laughs> second quarter clinic. Right. And scored twenty eight unanswered points.
1: Right, because we were talking about how before we left the room, like people had posted on Facebook about the score, and we were like, "Well, do we even need to go?" And well,
0: we how needed to have gone. Changed. Right, right. And we <laughs> we saw enough of the game to see that the Chiefs were going to win, and then we went back to the hotel.
1: Yep, and that was it.
0: So, <laughs> because we did not have, despite our best efforts and and to try to find, we did not have. There weren't any um sports channels that were covering <laughs> that uh were broadcasting the um the game there apparently there were some in europe in um I'm sorry England mm-hmm. but 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 none in Barcelona right so uh that was our Sunday on Monday we spent the first half of the day at camp new uh which is the home uh of Barcelona's football club. FC Barcelona. Yeah. Very impressive facility and campus. Like, very impressive.
1: Yeah, I, um, you know, we watched a match that Thursday night when we had dinner. But to yeah, be, right, yeah, right. to be in the in the stadium, though, where they play, I was impressed. I can't, I don't recall the capacity. Was it like 100,000? Does that sound...
0: That sounds about right. Yeah. And they're, and they're going to expand it. Right. Are they going to add like 5,000 more seats or something? So, that, that, does yeah. that sound about right? Yep, yeah. That sounds right. And, and I'm like, where? Right. I'm looking around like, where you going to, how? Like, <laughs> <think> where? Literally. <laughs> How's that going to work?
1: I don't know. But um, yeah, I enjoyed the tour. It was a nice experience going through, um, seeing the field, and then of going through the I mean all of the
0: all of the trophies
1: that have been man
0: listen <laughs> over, over the years right? yeah um, over over the years it was quite impressive
1: yeah um but yeah I mean that's the love of of the sport there is like none other it's um,
0: real it is real yeah I yeah
1: think that's that was a nice part of of the day
0: and I was glad back to your mentioning us being at when we were at uh, uh bodega John Uh, Thursday night it was cool to be like in that setting watching locals enjoy the match like just in in like their as they naturally would in their authentic way you know at at a a bodega just kind of taking it in as a community so that was pretty cool Mm -hmm. and on Monday afternoon probably the the experience I enjoyed the most and I enjoyed them all immensely but this one for me like I don't know the the um the tour of La Bocaria and the uh, interactive cooking class—something,
1: mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I, I, right? So it ended up just being the two of us with our with our chef, Janelle. <laughs> yeah, which was amazing, and we did. We had a nice tour through the market, um, and then we went on back and. Had um, I tell you, it was definitely, we did, we had a lot of great experiences and, and excursions, but this one was my favorite too, because um, we had the pre-made tapas, some of which we had already, you know, tasted just at our various meals from our time up to that point um I, you know
0: we hadn't had octopus before
1: we had not i was just about to say that because <laughs> <laughs> i was looking at the picture
0: to Me see too, what right. all we had yeah, and yeah. i was like i'm, I'm looking at that picture too the,
1: there were some new things in addition to you know the, like the um the anchovy
0: on the manchego and
1: anch- yes
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we had shrimp and we there was shrimp. did we have is that mussels with a yep. little yep
1: we had mussels
0: and the potatoes with some type of aioli. Yep. The croquetas, the croquetas, and then like the, I don't know the the is it Iberian ham, and it looks like maybe a chorizo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So
1: it was it was all delicious and very interesting. And... and
0: was it sherry that did they was that sherry that we were our
1: guide?
0: No 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 no. The, the, like oh. we had sherry the beverage.
1: Oh oh, oh. um. We don't. Yeah, We that, had we the, had a couple things. I know we had a wine.
0: We had wine while we were making, but I think they had shit that yeah. was might have been sherry.
1: Yeah, I'm going through the pictures. I don't see I, I don't, know I took a picture picture of the bottle of wine. I don't I don't have a picture of Maybe the
0: no no. I I may have that wrong. Maybe I'm making that up. Monza Manzania Maybe that's what it was, but uh it was delicious, whatever we had with the top is I enjoyed it, yep, and then the wine we had with did we have the wine with dinner? we had the wine while we were making it while and we then were making
1: dinner mm-hmm. and
0: the bottle was available for with dinner as well, right uh, but I so enjoyed the cooking part of it,
1: yeah, so we we made different portions of the meal, but we had um <laughs> someone made <laughs> the tortilla yes
0: yes who knew right someone had and ate the tortilla
1: oh right Yeah, I'm looking at the video of you now flipping Man, that's (laughs) crazy. So
0: for those who don't know, we won't get too deep into the story, but I've had a lifelong aversion to eggs. And tortilla is not the tortilla that we think of like here in the States. Tortilla there is like the equivalent of like a frittata here. So it's Mm -hmm. egg-based. And it's usually served, uh, but it's egg-based, but it's really potato forward. So it's the potato that drives it more so than, it's more potato taste than egg, but it's got egg in it. I did not think I would like it, and I did. Um, my parents are still in disbelief that I ate it. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, but it served atop the um, the bread with tomato, and it's mm-hmm. just wonderful. It
1: was. It was. Um, and then we made a seafood paella.
0: And and you had your hand in a bunch of stuff, young lady. I I particularly particularly on the paella front. I did, as as I recall.
1: Those poor shrimp.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they caught Nell.
1: They did. Um, but yeah, cutting, we were dicing different things. And I mean, it was just, she was wonderful and just kind of coaching us through. Yeah, it um, was a
0: true education. Like, she's a true teacher, right? Yeah. Like, she that that's her gift. And she said that. And it, yep. it came through that she's just a good teacher. Like, she had me leaving there wanting me to buy a better knife. I know like
1: Like now I know how I'm supposed to cut and now yeah and I I need I
0: need for you to tell me or show me what how that is because you were on you were on that part Mm -hmm. of it and so I'm gonna have to offline you're gonna have to tell me what that process should look like because I I was not studying it and then on top of the the bread with tomato and the paella that we made with um and the tortilla um we made uh catalan cream Mm -hmm. which is like uh, a creme brulee but but the the custard part if you will is not as is not as firm would you say that that's a
1: yeah i I do because i typically am not a creme brulee um, connoisseur consumer
0: consumer
1: (laughs) Uh, but i do i did like the consistency and the texture of the catalan cream over the creme brulee. It's just a preference, but it is very similar.
0: Yes, yes. And we have videos of us bruleeing um, <laughs> our respective Catalan creams. Right. Uh, I burnt mine to a crisp. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just,
1: you know, one, one had more sugar than another.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I sugared mine up quite nicely. Um, and on the last day... We uh, finally made it to Sagrada Familia, mm-hmm. which, uh, you know, we've, we both took pictures, but I still feel like a month later, my, my pictures don't capture, like, I don't know that pictures can capture the experience, if I I'm being honest. No,
1: I don't think so either, and I'm sitting here, like, as we're talking, kind of, and I, I know you are too, just scrolling through, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um... And I'm just like, yeah, I'm at the pictures. Like, you can't really capture a picture from the outside because <laughs> you just can't. Um, not of it all. I mean, it's difficult.
0: no. I mean, you need a drone. Right. You really right. just need a drone like that, that can give you the full three, like three, six, like just go around it and give you a sense of magnitude and scale.
1: Right. Um, and so it's, you know, one of the, the many works of, of Antoni Gowdy um, yes. and so we decided that this on our last day because it, we were just exhausted from you know all of that we had experienced the prior days but just had to pick one of the um of his works to see and this is the one we chose and I would think I think
0: we chose well I think I think we chose well too and
1: right. we'll just save the other two for the next visit but
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll just have to you know and and to your point that you were making earlier like you could literally go to barcelona and say okay on this trip i'm gonna do nothing but like fully immerse myself in Gaudi. right and spend all your days doing that or i'm just gonna immerse myself in museum tours or i'm just gonna immerse myself in food like you could just you could like take a theme and spend your entire time there you know immersing yourself in that particular topic or whatever yep. uh, so yeah definitely on the next run we'll get more Gaudi um, going for sure but I feel like as a you know as a preliminary matter getting to Sagrada Familia even if it kind of felt like at the very last minute like it was so worthwhile
1: Yep, I agree It
0: was so worthwhile I agree and by that time, I mean, by, by Tuesday, what we spent Tuesday afternoon kind of picking up last minute things mm-hmm. uh, and making sure that we were going to be able to we found uh, we had been on a search for a uh, poron. A
1: poron. <laughs>
0: uh, and that's spelled P-O-R-R-O-N. And it's a, oh, uh, uh, a small kind of spout based vessel, glass vessel through which uh, you can drink wine communally. And there's a particular technique you, can, um, you have to use in order to not have wine or whatever's in the container, like dribble down your chin and on your shirt and on the floor. Mm-hmm. So if you Google Perón, drinking from Perón, you'll, you'll see uh, what it entails. But I have yet to try my Perón and I am committed to c- doing it and capturing it on video.
1: Okay. Because well, it's I, either gonna be no.
0: funny or it's just gonna be oh that's impressive. But it's probably <laughs> just gonna be really funny.
1: <laughs> well, I haven't I haven't I haven't used mine either. So I will make that same commitment and maybe we'll
0: maybe we'll, well depending we'll on outcome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, yeah.
1: <laughs> or well maybe we'll share, maybe not. But we'll maybe, see. Well we'll, we'll see.
0: see. Right, right. We shall see. And so our last our last evening was spent really just um, taking it easy. Rep- like start, like we had already repacked some, but like finalizing the repacking and we went out for uh, a few more tapas and one final uh, departing vermouth, right? <laughs> because
1: Because <laughs> why not?
0: <laughs> well, and, and that, that was like that's part of what we were doing, right? was like after we got on, was it on Monday? no, 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 no. let, let me back up, Andrea. on Tuesday. Was when we f- we bought those bottles of, um, this when we bought those bottles of vermouth, yes, and had to decide okay. Well, so that meant okay. So now we're talking. We're getting into checked bag territory,
1: right? Yep. So we
0: both had to like rethink and reconfigure our packing to allow for these this these bottles that we were we were very insistent on bringing back here, right. And so we had like a lot of precious cargo between those bottles um and the um and the peron, which is very and delicate. Peron, the peron I know. was very delicate. I was I, I kept the peron on my person as I think right. as you did. I did. But I was scared the whole time, especially when it was in overhead.
1: I know, because I yeah, I had mine in my back or in my um my um my other bag. Uh-huh. Um, like my little weekender, and I I put it in the in the overhead and like immediately after, uh, somebody came behind me and Jeez. put his backpack on top. Oh no! And I no, was it was like, like nah. no. Yeah, but made it back unscathed.
0: So yeah. Yeah. Now we
1: just need to use it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I, well, yeah, we'll have we'll have to find some time in the in the near term to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was Barcelona, guys.
1: That was Barcelona. It was excellent wonderful trip
0: it, it was it wonderful was adventure adventures adventures at every turn yes <laughs> adventures <laughs> at every turn so again friend th- thanks for <laughs> the fun time the 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 patience <laughs> the, everything. The, pl- the everything the the planning um especially from a transit standpoint again you did that
1: <laughs> well thank you thank you we think we carved out a very nice itinerary for ourselves and covered like i said i i had lunch with um up somebody who works at uab in the um honors program yes you know working with alumni on friday and he's like he was the one who was i visited there and what you saw what all of these things that we did that he has yet to do in the two or three times that he's been so I I was very pleased with how much out of the list of of things that we had compiled of where we could eat and what we could do. um, I think we put together quite a nice experience for ourselves. Yeah,
0: yeah. If we, if you know, we should we should pat ourselves on the back for it. I do think. Well, and I also think too that our our experience was unique in that, from what just anecdotally, from what I've gathered. People experience Barcelona in one of two ways like either as a part a, a point of uh, disembarkment for a tour mm-hmm. like for a cruise so mm-hmm. they're only there like a day or two before they you know they leave and so they only have like 48 hours to, to try to experience it um, or they're part of some type of European excursion that's hitting a, a several cities in the course of a 10 to to fourteen day window, and they're only spending like two days in each stop, right? So I felt like we had what we had was the benefit of extended time to really do to do a like a deep dive in a way there that that others might not typically have because they're not spending all their time in Barcelona,
1: right? <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, no, I I I think we did a good job of not. You know, just sticking to the touristy stuff.
1: hmm Yep. Yeah. Like getting off the beaten path a little bit, and uh, yeah, right. like really kind of immersing, you know, as as best we could, in some of the local. Uh, yeah,
0: for sure. Culture. for sure, especially yeah. from a food and food and drinks. Oh form. my goodness! Yes, I think we, <laughs>
1: I I think we nailed that. <laughs> I,
0: yeah, and, and it took. I mean, it took some effort, like you know. The walk from like La Ramblas to uh, the Gothic Quarter mm-hmm. for the like figuring that out for the first time, but it was worth it. It was that tour was worth it. But yeah. so that that's one thing I would recommend to anybody because I've had folks ask like, "Well, what do you recommend we do there?" Well, we didn't know. You know, there were some things like okay, you must do Sagrada Familia, but for the most part, the things we did. Were things we ended up doing because we, had, we, we researched. Right. And just identified things that were in alignment with our interests. And so that's where I would tell people there are some like core things, like yes, Gowdy, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, but, you know, decide what, what is it you're interested in and find things to do that are in alignment with it. Right.
1: Yeah. Cause Camp New is not going to, and, and the Olympic, um museum tour is not going to be, you know, interesting to others. It might not resonate. Yeah. It
0: might not resonate with everybody, you know, and you know, and, and if you're, again, if you're into like the food and drink thing, the tours we mentioned are, or, you know, and the experiences we mentioned, and I forget, Ooh, I forget the name of the vendor for the interactive cooking class.
1: I just pulled it up. I think it was um, just I think it was just Royal B C N.
0: Yeah, that sounds about right. So just Royal B C N and Devour Tours. If food and drink, if you're like a foodie or whatever, if you're into wine or certain spirits or liquors, like certainly those two, um, those two vendors served us well. Mm -hmm. But but there are other vendors doing the same thing too. So you just have to find what again what works for you. I mean, we did the, we did the tapas taverns in history tour because those were things we were interested in. Those three things were things we were interested in. Right. But, um, but Sagrada Familia is a, is the, the go like the place you have to go to if you don't do anything else that we did in my mind, because it's kind of universally interesting to me.
1: Yeah. And I'll be curious knowing that it's still, you know, under construction, and there's still more, um, that they're building off for that. Like when, when I am able to, to go back, like what progress will be made and how will the experience be different? You know, seeing it for a second time, but right. And, and hopefully ago. more
0: complete. Right. 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 Um. So yeah, that was, that was Barcelona. I, I we've, I think done the best we could to apply words to the experience, but you know, these, these words we've shared and these pictures we've taken, I, again, on a certain level, they somewhat capture, but they don't fully for me.
1: Nope. Just go experience it. Go experience
0: it. And, uh, yeah, now it's like this bar has been set. (laughs) Uh, so, so you know, now I'm going to be chasing, like, a Barcelona high, travel-wise. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it's like, uh, oh,
1: this is not Barcelona. Any, any,
0: yeah, any location that's not like Barcelona, I'm just going to be looking at it crazy. Yeah.
1: I do think that, um, like, Spain and Barcelona just really fly under the radar. I think it gets lost in, yeah. you know, like, the Paris and London and some of the other cities that you can see and, and, and travel country wise in, in Europe, but, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, definitely go, definitely go. It was worth it. I'm glad we went it Same. Was very memorable. So,
0: and it was a good time of year to go.
1: Yeah. Weather was great. Um, and the people were, I mean, people are great. Food was great. Like it's an all around,
0: um, Great. Good time. Good time. And no no uh, language uh, challenge for real.
1: No. No. Easy to communicate. Um, even if you don't speak the language, um, it's not really frowned upon if you don't.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So go to Barcelona. We highly yeah. recommend it. Yes. Two thumbs up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, we hope you've enjoyed this very supersized um episode of Black Girls Vibe and uh, hope that it inspires you to um, you know give into your your wanderlust a little bit see where it takes you uh, again thoroughly enjoyed Barcelona looking forward to more travel shenanigans <laughs> soon hopefully oh yeah they, they are coming they, no, <laughs> with, without a doubt without a doubt friends <laughs> And on that note, guys, thanks for joining us, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.